Welcome to Dominators Weekly for the week 14 of the 2023 season. I'm Nick, joined as always by Kevin. What's up, Niner Nation? Producer Brad, making it all go. Hey, hey. Okay, boys, it's Monday night, live on YouTube. We got a lot to talk about. We're going to have some fun tonight. We're kind of it. We're just, we're, if, if you're watching out there on the internet and you're just kind of stuck with us tonight. So it's all good though. We can, we can handle this. I promise you, we will get you through this tonight. We're okay. We're not highly trained professionals, but it's going to be all right. Right boys. It's going to be all right. Yeah. yeah. It's another week, another opportunity, right? Another week, another opportunity. How about uh, what you got, Kevin? Did you have baseball this weekend? Um, youngest did, but we did not uh, travel anywhere this weekend. Okay, so youngest was playing. Youngest was playing some ball. Uh, now I, I heard I heard a rumor, Kevin, that maybe some travel ball programs are starting to sniff around your youngest. Is is there any is there any truth to that rumor? Yeah, the, the we've got some official visits lined up. Um, yeah, for seven, eight, uh, eight U. But I don't know if uh, we're ready for that yet. <laughs> well, you know, just just let us know if there's any. Let us break that news here. If you know, if, if there's going to be a commit coming for for a travel ball program, let us know so we can break that. We, you know, we we don't we don't get many opportunities to do that kind of thing here live on the air. That'd be pretty cool. We could have hey, we could have Blake come on here. And like maybe we could line some hats up with some different travel ball teams, and then like you could pick <laughs> one up. Wouldn't that uh, be cool? Yeah, you know, I think I think we're a little premature on that one. So, okay, all right. Well, but producer Brad's cool. always looking for content, and I think that'd be pretty cool. So, yeah. Well, they do have like perfect game does have like six U national rankings and stuff. So <laughs> you would just. You, you, one of you would just have to walk off, though. Like, if you picked the wrong team, like, that would just make it perfect, though. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen that clip. The guy picks yeah. the, the – I think he picks the Gators over Alabama or something, and the mom walks yeah, off. Yeah, the mom's sitting there in Alabama <laughs> gear, and she just, like, gets up and walks out. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. So, um, it's a busy time of year. I'll I tell you one thing I did that you might be interested in. Um, on Friday, uh, I went to Charlotte's commencement. I went well. Let me, let me rephrase that. I went to one of Charlotte's commencements uh, on Friday, and man, it, it is it has changed so much. Um, even even recently, they kind of changed have, have kind of changed a few things aesthetically. But for one thing, uh, I don't I don't know if you knew this or not, guys, but they're up to four. I believe I got this right. Four ceremonies now. Uh, they did two on Friday and two on. Uh, on Saturday. I think that's right. I think it's, I think it's four, not five. The one I went to on Friday morning was just the, uh, oh, they've changed the name of the college, but it's the college of liberal arts and sciences. I don't think it's called that anymore. It's called something else, but, um, it, it was that college and Halton arena was packed. I mean, it was, it was unbelievable. The, the, the traffic, the crowd in there and how many people were there. Um, It'd been a while. Well, yeah, it'd been a while since I've been to one of those. And um, man, there's just more and more people. Uh, I, I don't know about you guys, but I swear, I think there were 
I think when I graduated, there were two ceremonies. Yeah, there were two. There were two in Halton when we were there, but I, they didn't. They recently moved. They were moving them outside. They were outside at the football stadium past couple of years, uh, right? I and think they, that I guess was a COVID back. era thing. Maybe that yeah, was COVID. I, I think that was a COVID era thing when they did that one, uh, or they, that one year they did it outside in the football stadium. Um, but yeah, it, it, I mean. <laughs> Trust me, Halton hadn't had that many people in it <laughs> in in a, in a while. Um, but the place was packed. I mean, I was up in the rafters, uh, seated up there. I had a couple of couple of students that uh, I taught at RCCC uh, graduate from Charlotte now, so they're Niner alums now, and uh, so I went to see them walk. So that was really cool. Um, and then I on Saturday Saturday morning um, I was part of commencement at Rowan Cabarrus. Uh, so I, I got to put on my, my faculty garb, Kevin. Um, I should have taken a picture. You'd have, you'd have had a good time chuckling at me. Um, with no, my, man. With my, yeah. Me, me trying, me trying to look, you know, me trying to look educated. Uh, uh, it would, it would give, it would give uh, the, the, you know, the phrase lipstick on a pig, whole new meaning uh, me in academic robes. No. I got nothing but respect for you on when it comes to that. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, would have so, laughed. Yeah, well, I know. I count on you. You can always count on Ken. That's what Ken's for. Uh, but yeah, so I did. Um, I did. I did two commencements this this weekend, uh, and in between, tried to catch a little Niner baseball. Um, you know, on, on the glorious Conference USA TV. Um, from yeah, behind in in uh, down, down in in Fort Lauderdale. Let us all celebrate that we we have watched our last event on Conference USA TV. Um, canceled my subscription yesterday as soon as the game was over. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know what I'm going to do with that 10.99 next month, but uh, I'm sure it'll go to something. I'm sure it'll go to something good. Get some get some chicken wings or something. I don't know, um, but. Yeah, you kind of started a thing. You started posting about canceling your Conference USA subscription, and um, and people started like taking pictures of their their cancellation emails and posting them. Uh, so <laughs> you you kind of you kind of started a. It's like we've started our own protest where we're. I I, I feel left out because I I canceled mine like at the beginning of the month, knowing that it would run until the end of the month. So. I canceled mine too early. So well, you still got that email in your end basket somewhere, Brad. Go find yeah, it, take a, picture, uh, yeah. take a screenshot of it, and, and post it. Yeah, I can do that. Well, yeah. I do have to give them credit. They have made progress. FIU in particular. Last time we went there, they didn't even have video. I don't think. I think we had to listen to radio the whole time for that series mm-hmm. two years ago, and then a few years back, whenever we went there. Um. Uh, you saw that netting. We saw that all weekend. But one time it was like focused in on that netting. So like the background was blurred. So I think it had rained or something. Yeah. So it was kind of focused in on the the, the, the the wet netting. And it was like a blur in the background. So they had improved. And they had they had a second camera this time. Where they, show, they would show the batter before he hit. And they put our old logo up. And 
Yeah, it's only been about four years. Yeah, we've we've had the logo since two thousand. So. Well, yeah. so I, anyway, yeah, we that logo is is since two thousand, and, and the the you know the all NC we've only had that for about four years, right? And and so the, apparently FIU didn't know, um, or just yeah. didn't care. They probably probably the second. Um, yeah, but there there were bet. I'd say that that was probably the worst uh, in the league over our time there. Um, other other people do better production with Conference USA TV, but um, you know, last yeah. week after the the post production show, I think this was last week, wasn't it? When we started talking about networks on, on here, the, with the yes. three of us, yes. The, the post production show last week, um, which which is not recording anywhere, we went all in on. Uh, how this kind of stuff could work. Cause there's a lot of contract stuff up in the air. I mean, and it's got to do with realignment and the PAC 12 trying to sign a TV deal and, and all this stuff um, that, you know, conference USA TV is, is a decent idea. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's not absurd, but with, with no standards in place and each school left to do what, whatever they want, it just ruins it. And, and, you know, there needs to be some consistency across the, you know, like, like for example, when we go to the conference USA next year, we have to be AAC. ESPN plus. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The AAC that kind of day, the AAC um, we have to, we have to meet certain broadcast standards. In fact, a lot of them we've already met. Uh, there'll be another one uh, like the, the AAC dictates that we use a two man booth for broadcast and we'll, we'll have to, we'll have to make that change. Um, so, you know, conference USA TV had had potential if there were some standards and they enforce those standards. Uh, but as it is, I mean, and, and Brad, you know, this, cause, cause we, we broadcast the, the exhibition games in the fall, uh, just yep. because we we geek out of doing that um the 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 one camera setup i mean even we have progressed past that i mean last fall brad how many cameras did we have three cameras rolling uh last last fall and you were cutting back and forth between the shots yeah that's only because i'm poor and i can't afford more well and and that's the point is that that we're 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 some we're some dudes on the internet yeah. And, and we're producing, you're producing video qualities better than your average Conference USA baseball broadcast. Um, and it's it's not that you would think they would be able to come up with a better solution than, than what most of these schools did. Um, heck, it, uh, during on Twitch, Ethan, Ethan is, uh, you know, sets up the iPad up there to show the, the, the one view. And that he basically he meets conference USA broadcasting standards right there when, <laughs> and when Ethan sets it up and, and does the graphics on the screen, which he does a good job with and says, you know, this is scrimmage number four of the fall and puts that on Twitch. You know, it, it, it's, yeah. it's not that what, what they're doing is not that difficult. No. Um, yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to next year. And we don't have to waste 1099 a month on, a product that you don't know what you're going to get 
or if you're going to get it at all. Um, sometimes they didn't broadcast last year or year before. So anyway, um, glad we're going to ESPN Plus. We'll have a two-man booth. We'll have replay. Um, replay in that. the AAC. Yeah, every every school's gonna we're gonna have replay available, um, which I think helps the game. Uh, calls get right, What's especially with the. Plus up to now? I don't know. It's in, I got a I got a bundle. Um, yeah. I you say how much is ES, ESPN Plus? Yeah, is it like twelve? Standalone? Is it like twelve? Twelve dollars now? No, I think it's still like five ninety nine by itself. Oh, okay. I, I, maybe I'm thinking of the bundle. But anyway, point being that if you're if you're a Niner fan and you want to catch all these these uh, AAC games, you just get ESPN Plus instead of this ten ninety nine thing that only does that. And ESPN Plus has all this other content. I mean, you can watch all their properties on top of, you know, uh, of your AAC games. Yeah. And and get this, Dallas Baptist and UTSA played for first and second place this weekend. It was a good, it was a it national was a year in the league, yeah. really. It was a, it was a, na- it was, it was a national, national series, had some na- a lot of national attention, but it was hidden away on Conference USA TV. So the casual fan... Uh, college baseball fan is not going to pay whatever to watch uh, Conference USA TV. They, if, they, if it's on ESPN Plus, they're going to turn it on and watch it. Um, so that's a missed opportunity for the conference, which doesn't matter to me because we're leaving the conference. But um, it's just some of the, the workings of this conference is, is they just didn't they didn't do things the right way, I, don't, I would say. <laughs> they they, oh. missed a lot, they missed a lot of opportunities. Um Especially on the baseball side of things, you know what I want to know is who got our who 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 ended up with our money. I mean, it was through what sidearm. You know, right. did, did they get most of that? Was that third party taking most of that? To to and it's basically, if as far as I can tell, sidearm is just a a server that they were were routing through, and they you know they have a billing they have a billing uh, interface, and then they have a hosting platform. And everybody, I mean, for that matter, you could have just done it on YouTube because as we're literally proving in real time, any set of idiots can go out live over YouTube. Yeah, any. Uh, I'll tell you what, uh, producer Brad would probably have a a top three production in Conference USA on on his own with his own equipment. Oh, there's no doubt about it. (laughs) Conference USA can't afford producer Brad. I don't know how we do, but Conference USA can't afford producer Brad. I I don't know about that, but I mean, I could put together a a pretty small package that wouldn't cost them that much money to to get them streaming with at least three cameras. Yeah. So. So if you're out there, by the way, we got got a few folks tuning in. Hey, jump in, jump in the chat. You know what? Heck, if you're really, if you're out there, if you're out there hanging with us tonight, and you've like really got something on your mind, heck, drop your, drop, drop us a line. Send me your email. I'll, I'll send you a link. You can just come on here and talk to us. Are we taking How callers? We're taking callers. Yeah, huh? we'll take callers, Kevin. I don't care. Just drop in here. We get, let it get us. We just need an email address to send you a link, and we'll take callers. Why the heck not? Um, you know, 
we're, we're just we're just hanging out on a Monday night. Quite frankly, it's been between last week getting getting through the end of the semester and then and then the graduation weekend with everything that entailed and and on top of of you know the Niner baseball, Niner softball, by the way. Shout out to to the Diamond Niner gals. Just made history. Got their first ever NCAA tournament bid uh, for the school um, just yesterday, last night. Uh, that came down there, and they're a two seed. On top of that, first time in the tournament, they're a two seed. Um, so, really cool thing for them. Um, and uh, it's just been a weekend, man. I'm just kind of unwinding here with you guys. <laughs> well, let's talk a little baseball. Um, let's do it. Base. Let's let's. Let's go ahead and knock it out, and um, and we can get get rolling. We got a lot. We actually have a lot of things to talk about that we lined up. So let's um let's get into the series. Uh, Niners went down to Miami. Uh, took on FIU for the final time. FIU is going to remain in Conference USA. They're not moving on to the AAC with us, so we will not see them again unless it's out of conference. So um, Friday night we go down and. Uh, uh, Hudipole didn't get a great start from him. Um, normally, I mean, this year he's been outstanding. We've talked about him a lot on the show. Yeah, had an outstanding season, um, but he just didn't have it on on Friday and uh, had a rough start and never really recovered from that. So, um, start out the series 0-1, uh, bounce back the next day uh, and jump in anytime, Nick. You want to you want to add any commentary? But I'll go through these games real quick and we can get talk about them as a whole. Uh, Saturday, uh, Cam Hansen gives us a good start. Uh, we were up three nothing in the, I guess, in the seventh, and uh, we just couldn't close the deal. Couldn't close it out on the mound. Ended up getting walked off four to three, lose the series, and then Sunday came back, bounced back, got a kind of. Um, we jumped away, pulled away pretty early, and. Kind of held him off. Um, I don't think the game was really ever that close, but well, yeah, it was. We it was tied up actually. Um, it, it, in, got, in the yeah, it got hairy. Yeah, it was tied up in the early early in the middle innings, and um, Paxton Thompson had a good outing on the mound in relief, got the win. Um, so we salvaged game three of the series. Um, wasn't a great weekend, but we got one out of three, and. Looking at the standings, we we fell we fell out of third. We we're in fourth now by a half game. Western Kentucky kind of jumped over us, but um, yeah, Niners uh, kind of been they past three weeks has kind of been uh, hit or miss. They've struggled a lot. Uh, it, it hasn't been just one thing either. It's kind of one thing mm-hmm. at a time. One day it's something something else. One day it's this. One day it's that. It's just. Um, it, you never know. Um, I mean, it's kind of inconsistent down the stretch. Yeah, it's like the it's like the the, the Forrest Gump principle, right? You know, life's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Um, you know, here's here's what I think about. Okay, um, and and every every year, uh, especially especially now in in the way college sports is going with. Um, with the transfer portal and and I mean this is this is college sports across the, the the scope. It's very few teams that are going to like um 
have the same guys, the same, close to the same mix of guys year over year over year. Okay. That, that era of college sports has kind of gone by the wayside. I mean, heck, look at, look at our, our basketball roster, not to make the comparison, but look at our basketball roster with, with the continual, you know, rebuild and reload uh, every year. And it's just college, where college sports is. And I say that to, to get to the point where I can say that every, every year truly is a different team. It has a different personality and a different feel to it, right? And, uh, you know, that, that when people talk about Charlotte baseball, especially in the Woodard era, everybody goes back to that 21 team. Um, and, and for good reason. I mean, that, that 21 team made the, made the tournament uh, as an at-large and uh, was within an eyelash of, of winning that regional uh, in Greenville. Um, but it's so funny. Because that group of guys, for one thing, we had some we had those those covid uh, covid seniors like uh, like Todd uh, and and Carson Johnson. We had some really experienced guys on that team Um, and they were they were leaders behind the behind the on and off the field. Those guys, Um, we had. Old dudes like that, we had some holdovers like David McCabe, we had a freshman like uh, uh, like Nate Furman, who kind of emerged during that season. Um, we had you still had uh, Matty Brooks. Um, you still had um, uh, well, you brought in yeah McGow- Bryce McGowan emerged um, as as a Friday guy. Um, you know you brought in a P five transfer in Austin Knight, who just like goes and and starts writing rewriting record books. It was an insane mix of guys um, that, that just came together and they clicked, you know. Um, but I, I got to tell you, you talk about the, 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 the inconsistency in, in, in this season and where we're at. I and, and some people, when they when they hear me say this, they're going to say, what is he crazy? This team this year, this roster. There are some things this roster doesn't have that that one did. Okay. Some glue guys, honestly, that that 21 team had some glue guys. And, and I think that had a lot to do with the success we had, but people talk about, people want to come back to talk about pitching. I would like to take this year's pitching staff and pair them with that 21 team. Because I would tell you, in my personal take, this is just me. I'm not saying this is the gospel. I think this year's pitching staff has more pitchability to it than that team in 21 did. Um, and, and, and it could go a lot deeper. Just me. Just my opinion. Um, but it's funny. Different groups of guys come together different ways. And um, every, every, time, every time this team has kind of needed a bounce to go its way, it really hasn't. And in 21, it's like we got every bounce up until right up until we didn't right uh, yep. in Greenville. But, uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to explain that. How different groups of guys come together differently, um, other than just personalities and, and make up make make up some different guys. But um, there are some things I like about this team better than I even like about 
that 21 team and everybody keeps going back to, well, how come we can't be like the 21 team again? Just my thoughts. Yeah, I, I, I agree with some of, some of that. Um, I think we're deeper on, on the mound. Um, um, I think uh, the staff's kind of recruited, kind of honed in their recruiting a little bit uh, on mm-hmm. the pitching side. And, um, yeah, I think, um, I don't know, like you said, each team's different. Um, gone other days that we're going to have a senior day when we have a, guy, a freshman that went all four years to Charlotte. Because when you look, we're going to have senior day this week coming up. And they're from all over. I mean, they're um, none yeah. of the seniors started started here. They didn't start here as, as freshmen. So, um it's a new age. I mean, it's still uh, going to happen. Yeah. It's, it's still going to happen. But, you you know, we all got used to um, basically you honored you honored a, a, a senior class as a recruiting class. You know, you, you, these guys came in together. They played together. They went out together for the most part. I mean, you always lose guys along the way, but um, not like it is now. Right. Not like it is now. Oh. Yeah, you're gonna. It's gonna be a different team every year, and um, yeah, even more so than it used to be. Um, with the transfer, with the transfer portal, you've got you've got people. They're special. They're they're specifying on being transfer portal recruiting coordinators. Mm-hmm. Um, Softball's and, already done that. Yeah, they've split off into high school recruiting and and, and transfer portal recruiting. So. Anyway, um, that's where we are. Let's. You want to look at where we well, are. What, in what, what I want to round up that 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 okay. comment about the inconsistency is I think if if you're if you're a Niner if you're a Niner fan, um, what what this does for you, and if you're watching us, you're a Niner fan, um, maybe, <laughs> um, that the same team. That, that quite frankly, let's just let's just be honest. The same team that is has, has struggled to put it all together the last couple of weekends um, is the same team that that beat South Carolina, that beat Coastal. So what it, it would be, I would feel far differently. And Kevin, you know as well as I do, we have been there where we were sitting there watching teams that we just knew didn't have it. You know, it hasn't been in the last few years, but we've we've both we've both lived that. Um, this team, everything you've said and everything we've said, I think is 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 legitimate. Um, but they also have shown that they're capable of putting it together, uh, and that's what conference tournaments are all about. Um, I mean, we just saw over this weekend with uh, with the softball tournament, Middle Tennessee won it. Middle Tennessee was nowhere near close to being the best team in the league. Uh, uh, from a softball perspective this year. Yeah. And they, they, were, they put it together at the right time. Yeah, the sixth seed. They were sixth seed. They had to win seven games. They won seven games in like four days. And yeah. they had, I think, five games were one-run games. So, I mean, they got hot at the right time, and then they they raised the trophy at the end of the week. You know, it, it, anything can happen in these tournaments. Um, but, yeah, um, and – we're, we're certainly capable of getting hot at the right time. Yeah. And hopefully, which, speak, which speak is, the middle. I mean, that's hope, right? I mean, that, that's speaking what you're of, talking about is, is the potential to do that. Yeah. And speaking of Middle Tennessee, we got them coming in this week. 
um, Thursday, Friday, Saturday series to end the season. Um, we got a lot on the line. I mean, we're half a game out of third, the three seed. Um, three, three through seven in our league is separated about a game and a half right now. So we've got, I mean, there's a cluster of teams right there. We could finish anywhere from third all the way to seventh. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, just depending on this series, go, this series goes. Um, so, yeah, it's going to come down to the wire. Um, Dallas Baptist, they clinched the, they clinched the uh, one seed this weekend by beating um, UTSA. Uh, I think UTSA has clinched that two seed. So everything else, everything else is up for grabs this weekend. Um, the only place we can't finish other than the first and second is eighth. We can't finish eighth. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a lot of uh, scoreboard watching this weekend, I believe. I mean, it clearly, clearly you want to be third. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you just do. I mean, just, you know, you could make the argument that in the end, you're going to have to beat everybody if you're going to going to win the tournament. And that's, that's right. true. But, um, just from a momentum standpoint, you want to, you know, you want to finish third. Um, right. And and we're going to be playing in, in that group. You're going to be playing the same. You're going to be playing someone from that group three through whatever, three through six, probably anyway, yeah. to start out. Yeah. Um, but I think Western Kentucky, they you got a half game lead on us. They, they're at Dallas Baptist this week. Um, so we got oh, a good that's, shot. That's going to be, that's, that's, that's gonna be a, tall, a tall task for them. Well, they've they've won like nine in a row, or eleven out of twelve, or something like that. Western Kentucky has, um, and then FAU really right behind. FAU is a game behind us, and they or a half game behind us, and we are they are playing at UAB. And then middle, we play middle. They're they're one of those group, one of those um, teams in that group uh, mm-hmm. right behind us. And La Tech, I forget where they're playing. Um, La Tech is UTSA. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. UTSA, they're playing UTSA. So um, I think the what we got to look out for is is FAU over FAU. UAB. And um, but hey, we take care of our business. If we take care of our business, then we don't have to worry about that. I think we can clinch the, th- the three seed. Uh, Certainly, with with this week, we we control our own destiny as far as a three seed. Um, there's a possibility of clinching it with two wins, but I think three it's going to take three to to clinch it. And I I think if you talk to anybody on the team, I know if you talk to anybody on the team, they'd say, "No, nah, we're just we're going to get it all. We're just going to go win three and and that's and not worry about it. <clears throat> win, yeah. win three and." and and head head to the head to the crib, right? Right. So, speaking of cribs, Rice is hosting this year. Um, there's currently a three way tie at the bottom of the league for that eighth and final spot in the tournament. They're, they're playing FIU, FIU yeah. this week, F- who they're tied with, and they have the tiebreaker over Rice. Or I mean UAB, they have the tiebreaker right. over UAB. So UAB, Rice, and FIU. Are sitting at seven and twenty in conference right now, fighting for the last spot. And you know, Rice is the host. They're hosting FA, FIU this weekend, and um, man, that's a, that would not be good if a, if the host team did not make the tournament. 
um, especially for attendance numbers, I guess, or ticket sales down there yeah. in, in Houston. Um, but yeah, it's it's crazy how it's going to come down to the wire in in this league, uh, especially with three through three through ten. You know, I, I gotta say, I, I think that where Rice is in these standings and and seven and twenty in the league is one of the more surprising things this season um, because they seem to have been building some momentum and then they, they changed their pitching coach this year. Uh, coach Cruz did. And um, early on, it seemed like, Hey, Rice is looking like, you know, I mean, they weren't a threat to win the league, but I certainly didn't have them seven and 20 uh, entering league play. That That's not where I would have put them. Um, but yeah, you start to wonder if, if they, if they don't, this is, uh, is this year two or three for Cruz? This will be year two, I believe. Yeah, year two. Um, man, you wonder at what point does he start to start to feel some pressure? Um, hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, and on the other end, another big surprise is, is Western Kentucky. They've got a new coach. Yeah. Um, they started out, they lost their four, first four series in conference, and then they just won the last five. They won the last five series. Um, and – they kind of. I didn't expect. I didn't expect them to be at the top of the conference um, this year at the beginning of the year because they had a new coach. FIU also had a new coach. Um, so that's that's they're, been the biggest, biggest surprise for me. They're a gritty team. I mean, to their credit, I mean they're just uh, now one. They they pitch really well. Um, their their offense. Um, I don't think their offense is really anything to write home about, but they know how to manufacture a run when they need to. Um, and and they can do that. So that, that plays pretty well, I think. But, you know, at the top, Dallas Baptist and UTSA, that's not I – don't, I don't think that's any surprise. We knew Dallas Baptist was going to be really good. And we, we knew that, that San Antonio was bringing a lot back as well. Um, the, the only thing that, that concerns me as far as the league goes – um, is San Antonio, uh, you, you're seeing various projections. Um, San Antonio's case for an at-large bid might not be as good as their case was last year, honestly. It's not. It's not. They're 60 RPI right now, and uh, that's well, – they were 40 last year and didn't get in. Yeah, now um, they're 60. And – yeah, it's definitely not as good. Uh, they did have, they did make it to the championship game in the conference tournament last year um, yeah. with a forty RPI, and they beat the, they beat the one and two seed, um, also in that tournament. So, um, yeah, yeah, for their trouble, they have to go home. Yeah, and I, I keep seeing them get projected as a, well, last week they were projected as a three seed in the in the regional. Uh, they were last one of the last four in, um, and then they got they got swept at home against Dallas Baptist this past weekend. So um, you got to wonder now if we're just a one bid league unless someone else wins a tournament besides Dallas it Baptist. It feels that way. It feels that way. So um, when when the Niners when the Niners win the tournament, we'll be the second team out of Conference USA. Um, 
with with Dallas Baptist. Yes, yeah. that that's my take on it. That's that's the way it needs to happen, right? Um, Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so that's the that's the look at the conference. Um, it's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a fun weekend, I think. Uh, kind of watching whatever what, what how it all plays out, uh, especially that eight seed to see who is the last team in. And hopefully it'll be Rice because without the host school in it, it's kind of it, it affects attendance obviously for for the tournament. The casual baseball fans in Houston, um, they're likely not going to come out to see if the teams of Rice isn't in contention. Should be an easy trip for for Dallas Baptist folks. Uh, you would think. Was that a couple of hours? Yeah, I think so. I, I've, I've never been never been to Texas, so I'm not sure. But um, yeah, you got, you've you never been to Dallas Texas. At all? Never been to Texas. Man, Toby Bicknell and Craig Keichel and probably Boo Vinoy are ashamed of you. <laughs> well, they should be. They should be. <laughs> especially, yeah. Well, especially especially being in this conference. If I mean, I hadn't made it to Texas yet. It's kind of surprising. When all the um, tournaments are held, in te- all the tournaments are held in Texas. The basketball, the the baseball. Okay, it's a little further than I thought, Kevin. It's about three and a half hours. Three hours. Three, three. Still, it's that's, that's closer. Three and a half hours. Uh, I mean, that's way closer, way closer to me and you, brother. Yeah. Um, it's like, yeah, we they keep moving it further and further away from our from Charlotte. Hey, well, good news. Good next news. year. Next year. Yeah. Next year, Clearwater Beach, Florida. I think spring training home of the Phillies. That's where the AAC yeah. tournament is held. So I'm going to might go ahead and make some reservations for, for that tournament. Oh, I, man. So the, two, two things with that one neutral locations are awesome. They just are, um, you know, it, it's like, it's like you're, it's like you're legit when you're playing your tournament at a neutral site. And two, uh, Clearwater is, is not, uh, as Rusty. as Arthur once said, it doesn't suck. Um, that and and with it being there every year, and, and plus, just for me, this this applies to no one else, I don't suppose. But um, Cabarrus County Schools, where my wife works, is getting um, their their uh, uh, academic calendar more in line with uh, with the community college system, and so. Uh, She'll she'll be done next year, and um, I think we're just gonna just we'll we'll both be done with the the academic year, probably teaching summer school online, but packing up the camper and just head to Clearwater. Well, that'll be good because you know I am affected by deal with that. I think I can deal with a, a yearly trip to Clearwater. Yeah, yeah, we've got a shortened summer this year, Cabarrus County Schools, but if the if yeah. the payoff is being able to go to Clearwater Beach, then I'm all for it. Yeah. That's what I told Emily the other day. She was talking about, man, it's going to be a short summer. I'm like, yes, but it's for a good cause. This is, this is, this is for, for us, this is what we've been wanting for years and years was to get our calendars more in sync. Um, but, but yeah, that, that's, I think we can make that happen. Um, can't wait. 
Uh, not you know, Houston's just so far. But after going to after going to um, to Ruston and uh, Hattiesburg last two years, <sighs> woof. Yeah, not, Clearwater Beach looks a lot better than yeah than that. Um, I, I'm down with that. Point to make, I, you, you kind of alluded to it um, with, with the schedule, and we're going to come back. We're going to talk about tomorrow, tomorrow at South Carolina because we need to talk about that. But um, before we forget, um, the Middle Tennessee series this week is Thursday through Saturday uh, in preparation for for a conference tournament. Um, so Thursday night, six o'clock at the Hayes. Friday night, six o'clock at the Hayes. Saturday, one o'clock at the Hayes. Um, the, uh, the softball team, Kevin, on that Friday plays in Durham at 2.30. Um, I'm weighing whether or not I can do the double dip. Be, be, be in Durham for a game at 2.30 and then get back to the Hayes. Maybe not at first pitch, but say maybe third inning. Yeah, it's definitely doable. Um, let's go everyone's favorite segment the promos the promos oh yeah the oh, do we have promos we do oh, by we the do. way yeah kevin, kevin i, I think hey. i forgot to tell you i have for you kevin i have for you two two packs of pack four trading cards um i think there's how many how many packs are there supposed to be is it seven yeah it's supposed to well, they were supposed to give away trading card pack seven on on Sunday versus Florida Atlantic. Yeah, well, I then, got Daryl Pack Four, and I got you Pack Four. I never saw Pack Three. I'm not even sure they exist, but I got you for you and your boys. I got Pack Four. I, I got you, fam. I just thank you, man. Time. I appreciate it. I appreciate that. I'm going to add that to the 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 Niner collection. So yeah. Um. So promos for this weekend. Th- Thursday is Rain Poncho giveaway. Fridays. Uh, what? Uh, Fridays. There's no giveaway, but it is Friday night flight. You get one domestic beer or seltzer, hot dog, bag of popcorn for fifteen dollars. And then Senior Day is Saturday. Uh, they're giving away CLT baseball trading card special pack. So it'll, it'll be special, special pack. Card is giveaway. this is this like the, the the season amendment after people have been traded? <laughs> Well, yeah, like the tops traded set. Yeah. No. Uh, I don't know. It's a special set. I mean, I'm guessing it's. Uh, I would guess okay. there are probably some seniors, some seniors in that pack. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, that's that's the promos for the for the the upcoming weekend. So we just need um, to find pack three and five. Six. Yeah. So it'll be Let's nice getting there on Thursday. Thursday will be nice getting there. Um, to get a poncho. Well, Thursday and Friday night being at the Hayes will be nice. It's because um, you know I'll be out of town on Saturday. So um, depending on what time I'm playing on Saturdays, whether or not I'll be able to make it Saturday to the to the haze, but uh, hopefully I'll be able to make it for senior day. I always enjoy being at that and uh, seeing the seniors yeah. 
honored before the game. Yeah, sure. That's that's always great. Um, let, let's let's we we've talked about the the the, the conference in Middle Tennessee. Let's skip backwards here because we need to talk about tomorrow, um, Tuesday night. Uh, I, I believe this is uh, Diamond Niner Report road trip, right? We're we're in. We're, we're locked in, we're in for for Columbia tomorrow. That's what I thought. Okay. So, Producer Brad, you're rolling too. Oh yeah. All right, I mean, let's do it. Yeah. So we're 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 gonna go to Columbia. Um, that game is uh, at seven o'clock. On uh, on SEC Network Plus, so if you've got, should be able to watch that if you've got ESPN Plus. Um, if, if you want to listen to Joe Joe's call uh, to go along with it, you can still get that on Conference USA TV for free. Uh, but uh, Kevin and I will try to reprise our roles as uh, as home run watchers out there on the right field berm last year hop hit one right over our heads we got some sec network screen time so we'll see if we can we'll see if we can reprise our roles yeah look for us we'll, we'll be wearing green on sec network so yeah we'll be the guys wearing green um that's that's a i mean that's a good ballpark i mean they they spend a lot of money on that i mean it's a it's a minor league baseball quality uh park that they play in and uh it's 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 an easy trip to to get down there uh we are we are we i mean we own a, a two-game winning streak yeah over the game cox that's right um kind of jumping around a little bit you mentioned joe templin and i thought of this uh i did listen to him a little bit this weekend um he said joe girardi was out there sitting in front of him uh in the stands <laughs> i guess his son is uh uh, as you know, plays for FIU. So um, yeah, he was talking about that on the radio uh, broadcast. So I got kind of frustrated with the with not being able to see anything. So I just turned the radio on so I could listen to someone I knew at least talking, telling me what was going on yeah. in the game. Joe Joe does a good call, honestly. He does, uh, and um, we, we're, we're going to have him on the show. We, we've actually we've talked to him about getting on here. It just hasn't worked out. The, the the scheduling hasn't worked out. But we're going to get we're going to get Joe on here. I think it would be awesome to hear him go through like the the, the ballparks that he's broadcasted from, yeah. um, and, and because what 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 people don't always realize, like this weekend, Joe was sitting in the stands. I mean. He was just in the stands, like, yeah, like a spectator, with his laptop and a microphone, <laughs> and and yeah, yeah. So at least he had a tent. They gave him a tent at least, and it was comfortable. But I remember two two years ago, Sean Fox. That's why I'm laughing. But he was out there, like papers were. It was nasty weather, and papers mm -hmm. were blowing all over the place, and it sounded like the speaker was right in his face. That's where we heard that, that was pump the pump it up, it up game. That was yeah. the pump it up series. <laughs> series every every between every at bat that was, and it sounded like it was right in his face the whole time. So, yeah, and another place UTSA. I think Joe was sitting in the bleachers uh, broadcasting yeah. that one. You could hear people yelling and heckling the umpire right next to him on the broadcast. So, 
Yeah. And then um, was it was it San Antonio? And I don't exactly remember what. There were two women. I think it was San Antonio. There were two women sitting in the stands having a conversation about things that they probably just didn't want us listening to over the radio. <laughs> and and they just had they were oblivious to the fact that the microphones were picking this up. And there were these two women talking. See, if Joe was here, he'd probably remember it. But I think it was San Antonio. I was like, what? Um, but, you know, it looked like. I've never been there. Okay. I have not been to, to, to FIU's ballpark, and I guess I never will. That ain't that a shame. Um, but it, it the, from the pictures I saw, not not the field, but the, the, the facility itself looked like it was okay. But who who designs a ballpark without a place for a visiting broadcaster? I mean, that that seems like that would be like one of the first things you would do. Yeah. Especially you don't put them in, put them in stands too. You don't know what you're going to get with, with, you mean, can you imagine if someone set up shop next to us at, at the Hayes, like set up their broadcast right next to us. <laughs> Might be awesome. It, it probably would be, but we, we would definitely be on that broadcast, but. Well, you'd never hear us because we're right next to the student section, the gold mine. Um, <laughs> You, you wouldn't hear us at all, really, honestly. Um, but I, I still say maybe we'll do we'll, maybe one of these days we'll do this. We should just do this show live during a game. Just like okay. when that I mean people do that just, all the time. People do yeah. that all the time now. Yeah, they they do watch parties and yeah, people can. <laughs> I don't know. I think away games would be more. People might tune into it more. If we, like did if we got game. like the patio up there, the Eric Walker suite set up on the patio and just set at the rail and just watch the game like live on YouTube and just, you know, I don't know. Could be good. Yeah. People can mute the um, broadcast. Listen to us. <laughs> I don't think, I don't know if we want to go that far. We might meet, we would, but we would be like the, the mystery science, uh, 3000 or mystery. What is it? Mr. Brad, help me out Mr. with that. Mystery science theater to, uh, 3000. Yeah. yeah. We would be that version of the game. Well, I us sitting down in the front row, you know, you'd see our silhouettes from the back. And, and us commenting on the game. I thought, I thought you were going to say Beavis and Butthead, but I'll take that. Well, or, or that. It could be like that, too. You know. Well, you look at um, <laughs> Sunday Night Baseball. Sunday Night Baseball, they've got the, the Michael Kay and Alex Rodriguez broadcast on, I think, ESPN2. They can watch them having a talk show while the game's going Who on. are you, bring... Peyton and Eli? Yeah, I mean, yeah Peyton pretty and much. Eli, that's what I was thinking of. <laughs> well, yeah. that's what they do. They, they do that with the K-Rod or – what do they call it? Yeah. So we'd be the alternative broadcast is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. it could be. It could be something. I, I'm, yeah. I'm down with that. We, hey, let's let's set it up. Hey, hey for, for these road games, uh, and I'm not talking about Joe's broadcast because Joe's what we want to hear, but for some of these road broadcasts, it would be a dramatic improvement for whatever they got, whatever they're broadcasting, because some of these guys – I mean, hey, I've already told you I'm down for making a production truck, vehicle, whatever you want to call it, and driving production around. Production slash tailgate rig. Hey, let's do it. 
let's i'm i'm sure i'm sure we can we can make this happen we got some people that are and uh some friends but you know the, the the guys at western kentucky if anybody thinks that we talk off topic sometimes watch a western kentucky game <laughs> jeez yeah yeah, they got a little inappropriate. At least we're at still times, talking so. about baseball. We might get off topic, but we're still talking about one baseball or at least Charlotte. My gosh. Yeah. So, well, speaking of off topic, I, I got a couple of things we can talk about that we need to talk about. Let's this do it. week. Um, Cam Fisher. He had his 40th mm-hmm. home run career homer this weekend. He is now moved into second place all time as 49er. I believe he has – well, he, yeah, he's second to James Matten from 1998. Um, he had 48 homers in his career. So, Fish is eight behind him. And Fish is also second in the single season uh, home run record. He's got 22 now on the season. Uh, the record is 27. So, Fish is all on in second place now and uh, – it's gonna be. He's gonna have to start. I mean, he's gonna have to get hot to, to kind of break that record. But um, he's got at least what we got four, six, maybe eight games left. Eight, yeah. eight or more. We'll see. He's got a shot. He's got a shot. And if he gets hot, he's got a shot at the record. But uh, he's just having a heck of a season at the plate. Um, I think he's top power. Top five in home runs in the nation still. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's fun watching him hit. I think we talked about it a little bit before, but kind of take it for granted now that, that he's, um, I mean, he's hit so many home runs this year. Uh, yeah. Something that the Niners haven't seen since we were in school. <laughs> I, I'm That's a, a long time ago. Yeah. Yes. Uh, longer every day. Um, somebody, somebody might, want to disagree well people disagree with me all the time and that's it, fine it's a good thing um but i i think kevin one we'd have to look at the number of games but but james matten played uh played played four years he played all four years here i believe so um cam cam has played far less games but for me the the deciding factor to lean towards Cam Fisher on this. Not that you really can't compare. Like, it's not like who had the better home run numbers, you know, but you got to remember that, that those numbers from when we were in college, they were, they were using a, a different bat. Um, they, they were, they were using softball bats. Um, but I mean, one thing I'm going to tell you, I mean, that we, we witnessed that in person. Um, but, but James and Bo, Bo Robinson, them boys, them boys were beating on baseballs. Uh, the, the, the term I've used of this, they were, they were, they were beating baseballs like they, like they owed them money. Yeah, um, that was that was that was the gorilla ball era for sure. That was the gorilla that. ball era when when games at when when uh, games in Omaha at Rosenblatt were you know sixteen to twelve. Yeah. Uh, on, on the regular, um, and and this is a different era with with a different bat, and and Cam is still producing that kind of power. I think that um, I, I'm, I'm not trying to say that this would this is better than that, but I think it's a testament to what Cam has done. 
um, with with the the type of bat we're using now that he's put up those kind of numbers and would get anywhere near, um, you know, anywhere near James um, in this era. It's impressive. That's all I'm trying to say. Right. And and speaking of career numbers, he's a, Cam is also uh, so right now he's sitting in fourth place all time. Uh, slugging percentage, 661. Um, and that's pretty impressive as well. And let's see. He's got an, an all-base percentage. I believe he's up there as well with um, – Well, he's 44, no, nobody 44th. Wants to <laughs> yeah, 44th in the country in slugging percentage and 87th in on-base percentage. So um, – yeah, he's he's having a heck of a season offensively, uh, making some plays in, in the field as well. So um, just thought we should talk about him a little bit and um, kind of not take that for granted this season. He's having a season of, for the ages offensively. Yeah, I mean, it's special. Um, you know, it's it, uh, good Lord willing – you, you know, we'll be sitting here, you know, in another 20 years talking about, yeah, but remember Cam Fisher kind of thing. Um, and, uh, you know, you just don't you don't say that every day, but he's he has produced that kind of power. It's really impressive. Um, and and for sure, we're, we're going to need him to we're, we're going to need some more of that um, here over the next couple of weeks to to accomplish some goals here um starting with getting that three seed this weekend so we've talked about talked about the week ahead do, do look for us on tv if you can't join us if you if you can't come with us like like jimmy jimmy touchstone was all in on going with us to, to columbia folks and then he backed out on us i'm just throwing that out there jimmy kind of backed out on us but it's all right if you if you want to join us down in columbia uh we'll see you there um and then we'll see you at the Hayes this weekend um you want to hit a couple of you want to hit a couple of pro niner notes before we before we wrap this up, Kevin? Yeah, um, we can do that. Yeah, I think we've um, we we talked about Dave McCabe. We had Dave McCabe on the show really in, right recently. Um, he had a he's been uh, he hit a homer another homer this week. Uh, there's a picture. They got um, a couple of guys went to see him when he was in K Town. Madol and Lancaster and Ethan. Uh, there's a good picture of them with there with 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 uh, McCabe. He is currently batting. Let's see. He's batting 250 right now with with, with uh, four homers, 16 ribbies. So doing well. And I think I saw on Instagram today that Bryce McGowan uh, was getting promotion promoted to. Uh, there's Geesting. He, he's getting promoted to uh, Spokane. High, so um, he was with the Good Fresno surprise. Grizzlies, and I think his ERA was like under one. Um, and every day we see Nate Furman um, highlights. He's like on base four or five times a game. It seems like so he's he's making his uh, presence felt in Lynchburg with uh, with the Hillcats there. Um, let's see, you showed him. Geesting, uh, Geesting had another start. He, I think he had a pretty good start this week as well. But he's, he's, they've been, they've been lengthening him out a little bit 
more and more each week. He's got, I think he's up four or five innings now. Um, mm-hmm. So they're 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 letting him pitch a little more. So out out in Hillsboro, Oregon, the Hillsboro Hops. So um, they've got some cool yeah. gear. Yeah, I like I like their logo and everything. You saw the the bright green um, jerseys there. Uh, Q Mar- Quentin Martinez, he's doing his thing out in uh, what is it, uh, the 66ers, uh, Inland Empire for the Angels. Yeah. He's um, he, he gets about two relief appearances a week, and he's he's making the most of his opportunity. Um, but, um, Josh Machieski, he's still listed as on the injured list, so um, with the Yankees, uh, should be in double A pretty soon, I'm thinking. And then uh, Aaron McKeithen with Peoria Chiefs. He's been mostly DHing, I've noticed, um, and hadn't been behind the plate as much this year as he has DH. So um, I'm not sure what's going on, but um, then we got Zach Jarrett. He's here. He's nearby in Gastonia with the Honey Hunters in the uh, what is it, the Atlantic League? Yeah, so he is Atlantic League. Um, they're they're just two weeks in, and he's he's already had a couple a few homers with the Honey Hunters. And then last, we've got um, Reese Hampton. He's on tour with Banana, the Savannah Bananas. <laughs> he's he's a member of the Party Animals, uh, the, the, the team that um, the team that the Bananas play every night on their tour. And he's uh he's, he's I think he was leading the their tour in homers and and average and stuff like that. But they will be in uh, Kannapolis. In the next month or so, they're going to be in Canapolis this summer, and they're—I think they're going to be in Durham as well. But tickets are hard to get. Uh, I put yeah. my name on the wait—I put my name on the wait list for that. And um, man, they're—they're they're selling for like two hundred dollars a piece um, on the secondary market for those games, which is—it's crazy. Anyway, that's Banana Ball. If you have—if you don't know about Banana Ball, Google it, and you can watch one of their games. It's—it's—it's it's, it's not baseball, but it is Banana Ball, and it's—it's. It's, it's entertaining for sure. I think speaking of ESPN Plus content, I think that's where the documentary about them is, right? Right, it is, and uh, Reese has got a lot of screen time in that as well. He was with the Bananas last year, and he switched sides. He's with the the Party Animals this year. Yeah, he, he, it's like which, pro which, wrestling. It's, yeah, it's all well, it's, it's it's like they're, they're like the Washington Generals, except he wanted to play for the Party Animals because it's their job to try to win. And they do win. They do win sometimes. Yeah, they're not the they're not the generals. They they win, um, but how that works is each inning is a game. So every inning there could be a walk off. Um, so it's different. It's not baseball, that's for sure. But it kind of looks like baseball, but it's more. Hey, I don't even know how to explain. It. It's it's everything else. Everything else. I dancing, entertainment. I it's entertainment. I applaud. What's that guy's name? Is it Jesse something? Jesse Cole, maybe Jesse Cole. Yeah. Uh, he he hit on something. He's he's definitely a showman. He's kind of a modern PT Barnum, and he's hit on something. And I would suppose, I would guess, he's making a good bit of money on it. Um, and I applaud Reese for um, for earning a paycheck <laughs> with with the organization. Um, 
But like people paying, like you said, people paying $200 on the secondary market to see it. I don't get it. Yeah, it, it's my kids love it. My kids get on their YouTube channel all the time watching highlights. Um, they got dancing umpires, people on stilts, flaming bats, ping pong. Walk up uh, dances. Yeah, all kinds of dancing. But anyway, yeah, it's and that all started in Gastonia where Jesse Cole owned the Gastonia Grizzlies and the CPL. And as they started the, the tuxedo jerseys where the Grizzlies were wearing and they had the dancing and stuff. And um, then he bought the bananas. He bought the organization in Savannah and the rest is history. Uh, he's, he's doing well for himself. You know, I would just be impressed if we could get some umpires that could call balls and strikes. I don't really think I need them dancing. Um, you know, I, I mean, let's get one thing right at a time. And they haven't really figured out balls and strikes yet, a lot of them. So, you know. Yeah, I agree. That's all uh, I'm that's Yeah. All I'm but that's a, that's a good pro niner update. Um, follow us on Twitter. We'll, we'll we tweet out the highlights usually of. Yeah. What's going on in the in the the pro ranks for our guys? And we'll so. do after after the after uh, college baseball season is over, uh, whenever it happens to be, um, we'll do we'll do a, a pro a pro niners episode um, in the summer where we just update everybody, uh, and I think you can count on, um, and it's I, I think Nate is in Canapolis first week of June. Um, I, I think you can count on us trying to bring you a Nate Furman interview. We got to, we got to start working on big firm, but we, we got to get him. We got to get him on here the week he's, he's coming to Kannapolis. Cause that'll be, that'll be a lot of fun, but all right. So we're going to South Carolina tomorrow. We'll figure out logistics in the post-production meeting. And, uh, then we'd be, be at the Hayes starting Thursday night, potentially running back and forth between Durham, the C, uh, C softball team in the NCAA tournament, playing Campbell at 2.30 on Friday afternoon. First NCAA tournament game in uh, school history for the Niner Gals. Then senior day on Saturday, and then we'll, we'll have some tournament seating. By this time next week, we'll be talking about a tournament bracket. It's, it's that time of year already. Um, seems like we kind of just got started, boys. But here we are. Yeah, our last regular season show, pretty much. I guess that's one way to look at it. It's the last regular season show of season six. Season six of this show. It'd be season seven. We'll have to figure out if we're going to start doing a show a month in the off season. We we'll have to figure out where do we draw the line. When does season six become season seven? I, we'll, we'll have to figure that out. That seems. That, that seems like a, an important thing to decide. We need to take our time with that. That's very important. Well, heck yeah, it is. Continuity is important. I'm, I feel yeah. like Professor Brad's going to have some, some perspective on that. We'll, maybe that's what we'll talk about in the truck on the way to. Yeah. Like, All right. Yeah, if you're coming down to Columbia, come say hey to, hey to us. We'll be out there. Um, 
I don't want to take your closing thoughts, but nah, uh, that's say hello. We love that. We love seeing people and and hanging out. So uh, look for us on the outfield berm, looking for looking for home run balls or something like that. All right, folks, we're out of here. Uh, look for this podcast wherever you find your podcast. If you're enjoying the content, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Click turn on notifications to be notified of new content. You can always find us on social media, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, never TikTok. Reach out. We love hearing from you folks if you're old-fashioned like we are. Just at the ballpark. Or this is Nick Crane. We'll see you at the Hayes.